0: 39 was last year and he could barely like right. throw a ball out of barnside um it's time for derek Izumaki's foot in mouth yo what's good party people What is good, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of the Foot and Mouth Podcast. I am your host, Derek Isomacki. Welcome aboard, y'all, on this wonderful journey as we take a deep dive in the holdup. My fridge is open. I need to close that before I waste any more energy than I have been already. Damn. Give me a minute. All right. Crisis averted. Door is closed. Energy is being saved. Welcome back, y'all. Foot and Mouth Podcast number 11. Oh, my goodness. If you were watching the past two days of Champions League football. That's me coming in my pants right now because of what I witnessed on Tuesday. Um, It was PSG versus Bayern. One of the best one nil games I've probably ever witnessed. My goodness. Apart from the inability to put the ball into the back of the net, PSG was beautiful. BEA, beautiful in the way they performed out there. The Champions League was, once again, always delivers. It it, it truly does. It delivers it in fantastic ways. And there's definitely something that was for certain. The individual skill that some of the PSG players possess is phenomenal phenomenal. They showed that they could actually defend as a team. It was actually nice to see the whole team running back on defense, doing what they had to do. Because defense is all about doing the dirty work. It's all about, you have to be exhausted after defense because you are running the entire time. Especially against a team like Byron. Byron puts it to the work. And PSG responded. They learned from the first game that P- they have to press Byron the way the same way Byron presses them. And that high press from Byron was deadly in the first game. PSG responded this game and they held them in check a lot better. The stats don't lie at that point in time. P- I mean, only half the shots Byron was able to get on to get off this game versus last game. So PSG definitely knew how, what they needed to fix in response to this Byron squad. Now, again, PSG lost this game 1-0. They w- advance on aggregate 4-4 with the away goal differences. Getting three away goals at the Allianz Reason was huge, huge, huge. Obviously, we can see that now, how vital it was for PSG to get those three goals. So 3-3 on aggregate, but three away goals from PSG sends them through as Bayern could only muster one. And the one they got was phew, a little lackluster. A great headed ball by I mean not a headed ball. Great he was in great position, Chupa Motin for Bayern Munich, getting another goal for them. He's been fantastic I mean, he's been getting the ball in the back of the net in replace of Lewandowski, but he is not. Once again, Lewandowski. He's only his ability is to be at the right place. And put the ball in the but He's not going to create anything else. He just is kind of a in the middle, and he's you're gonna try to get the ball to him, and he's gotta be at the right place at the right time, and he was. So good for him. But my goodness, the Bayern show their need for Lewandowski. They searched and searched for another goal. The PSG was fantastic, like I said, on defense. The way they played. I mean, you saw De Maria and Mbappe running back in and, and Neymar. Credit to Neymar, the man who plays no defense. He's there merely to create. He was actually playing the defense, too. He was actually saw him running back and realizing the importance that this game, what it meant for him to be running back. He realized that this mainly won because he felt a lot of burden. Of the fact that he could not get the ball in the back of the net. The man had chance after chance after chance. The man had two legitimate wide open chances they should have put in there. He should have had a hat trick, though. The man should have had a hat trick this game. All he needed to get one was one of those balls in the back of the net and would have been certified. Game set, game set match. Byron doesn't have a chance anymore, especially with the way they were playing, especially with PSG was playing on defense. But inches, the inches in life matter. Unfortunately for Neymar, he just wasn't there. He was an inch too short. That's what she said. On two occasions, really, like, wide open. Once again, Mbappe shows his class. And they kind of got fucked. They got fucked a couple of times by the refs. One time getting called offsides when it clearly wasn't offsides by Mbappe as the center back was holding him on there. And, oh, my goodness, the ref. I wanted to slap that ref in the face so hard. If you saw that replay of him looking at Mbappe and saying, no, you weren't, he was on the, no, no, fuck you, ref, you. Keep that flag down when it's that close. That's what you're being told to do. And that's what they've all been doing. But no, for some reason, you want to get your dick field, make your dick feel bigger. So you raise a flag and make an important call when it's a man like Mbappe screaming down the line, and he would have been wide open on his own against Manuel Neuer. And the way Mbappe has been playing in his form right now, that's a goal right there. You are lucky that didn't cost PSG the game right there, because you, career, would have been on the line after that stupid call. It's one thing I do like about the rest. They are actually hold, held accountable when they do make bad calls they'll get ripped. <laughs> the asshole is ripped even further wider than it already is. Fucking egotistical assholes all of them. <sighs> that being said, they're lucky. It wasn't needed as Bayern didn't have the class to didn't have the class on Tuesday to be able to solidify their spot into the semifinals. They needed that second away goal to get over it. I thought As I'm watching this game, this is going to bite PSG in the ass. The fact that they had so many chances and they weren't taking advantage of them, that always, almost always bites the team in the ass. If you have a team that has put in the ball, chance of the chance it had, should have had at least one goal, doesn't have any. I thought all the momentum was going to be on Byron at at that point. But credit to PSG, the way they defended, the way they took on that Byron attack. Knocked it out for the most part. The wings were not as deadly as they were in the first game the center the midfielder was fantastic from from Ghana from Patrice Gonagaey and Leonardo Paredes i mean Ghana Patrice gay oh my goodness dude was fantastic in the midfield fantastic in the midfield i mean especially with the likes of of Joshua Kimmich in there who i mean he's a german the germans are all arrogant bastards they all think they're, that german way is so so vital but PSG responded, and I got to give a big shout out to Kaylor Navas. My goodness, he is showing his worth out there as a goalkeeper. My goodness. He, he, credit to him for being in between the posts for PSG. He took on that onslaught from PSG in the first leg. I'm sorry, for Byron in the first leg and was able to do some great saves in the second leg. Also got to give credit to Neuer, too. Neuer had a fantastic game, a game on Tuesday, fantastic game against P- PSG. I mean, he shut down Neymar a couple of times in which it wasn't on Neymar. It was just fantastic goalkeeping from Neuer. And credit to that German. He's uh, he's mentioned as one of the greats for a reason. He lives up to the standard that Byron has when it comes to the person in between the posts. But I do have to give shouts to Colin Dogba as well. Uh, he was a fullback for PSG. Did a fantastic job keeping up with Kingsley Coman. I mean, it was a great game, a great game for one nil. Uh, it's the type of game that if you saw this, if you're just a, a regular fan of the game and were able to witness this, you saw how great the game can be when it is just that one nil score. You realize the excitement that's behind it, the adrenaline that you feel when you get invested into it. Oh my! I was, pfft, I feel bad for my neighbors. That's all I'm going to say. They get an earful. As I was cursing to the heavens, as Neymar's inability to put the ball in the back of the net. But thank goodness it did not bite them in the ass. PSG's on to the next round. <sighs> Took down the German Giants. Huge, big hurdle for them to cross. Next up, Man City. That game played Wednesday today, which when recording this podcast. And credit to Bruce Dortmund. You have to give credit to Bruce Dorman, that squad. They have a lot of fun, a lot of juice about them, an excitement that certainly uh, brews over in the likes of Erling Hanland. Hanland! Uh, he is always going to be a stud. He's always in the mix of it. And it looked like PS, it looked like Bruce Dorman was going to put up a fight. They really did. They came out swinging. Jude Bellingham finally got the goal that he rightfully deserved after being taken away from him in the first leg. It would have been a huge game changer, though. Huge game changer. As he gets that goal early on in the fifteenth minute, but Man City just—they're just too strong. They're too strong coming out in the second half, getting two goals on penalty from Mares. Another fantastic strike from Phil Foden. My goodness, Phil Foden—he is going to be a youngster to watch out for. If you're not watching out for his name, you do not already know. You should know it by now. Foden—he is going to be spectacular midfielder for England, for Man City, whatever team he ends up on. Teams are going to be vying for that young talent for sure. You never know with this offseason. You never know with the likes of people moving around so much, the likes of the need for money. Do I think Man City sells him. No, he's too he's too valuable. But there are people out there that look mighty tasty. Erling Haaland. You know, Messi if he does leave. Which, again, I don't, I don't know. Still don't feel it in my bones yet. Don't feel it. It's all been changing right now. It's all been changing the way I've been felt, feeling about the messy situation. But Holland for sure isn't leaving. So, Bruce Adorman had their chance. I mean, he says that he'll stick around if they get into the Champions League position, which they're probably not going to get in the Champions League position. But if they have, even if they were to, I mean, they are seven points back from that fourth spot in the Bundesliga. I still see him leaving no matter what. Bruce Dorman has to sell him, has to get some money for this guy. And the demands have been set. They want money for the agent, money for the father, money for Holland, obviously. So demands are being set. Pockets are going to be reached into and they better be deep. So Man City comes out, gets their, gets their dub. Liverpool, Liverpool, Real Madrid played as well to a nil, nil draw. Liverpool, I'm sorry, Liverpool finds their way, exited from the Champions League, hoping for dear life that they can hang on to that, hang on to a four spot in the Premier League so they can be participating in the Champions League next season, but not likely, not likely. Real Madrid marches on, they're going to be facing Chelsea as Chelsea was able to take down Porto, losing to them 1-0 in the process in the second leg, but wasn't enough for Porto to come back. As Chelsea takes a 2-1 aggregate score into the semifinal. So we have it set. Chelsea versus Real Madrid, Man City versus PSG. Now that Man City versus PSG, that's gonna still be that's gonna be a matchup right there. Is it? And we always knew whatever was coming out of that side was gonna be the one to watch out for. One that's gonna be drawing all the attention, all the eyes. Ugh. It's gonna be fun. It is gonna be a great matchup between two brilliant squads. When PSG puts it on. They're a fantastic squad to watch. Why? Because they have Kylian Mbappe. I mean, Mbappe is is so much fun. The guy is is Ballon d'Or ready. uh, And it's a shame that PSG is not going to be able to keep him. And also a shame for Neymar, too, because his big reason why coming to PSG was he wanted to make money, make a name for himself, and obviously win in Ballon d'Or. He couldn't do that under Messi's shadow, so he goes over to PSG. And now he's in Mbappe's shadow and well, Mbappe is going to be leaving, but I don't see him be able to carry it. Neymar, as much as I love the guy, he had, again, a fantastic game. The sheer quality that was produced by that PSG squad on one-on-one abilities, the way to get free was spectacular. And I do have to give a shout-out to Bayern Munich the way they did defend. I mean, Lucas Hernandez was, I believe, was named a man of the match in that game because he had some brilliant defending as a center back against Neymar. But again, if Neymar gets a little bit right on the game, he would have had two bowls in the back of the net and it would have been a completely different story. I mean, who would have had a hat trick? The guy should have had a hat trick. We have a 3-1 game go- over Bayern Munich, and we're not praising Lucas Hernandez anymore, as they were. Just a couple of matches here and there. We were a 3-1 game, and no one's praising Bayern Munich anymore. Why? Because PSG was tearing them apart, chance after chance. And I just hated the fact that they were trying to give the fact that he did get the man of the match award was Lucas Hernandez. Like how, like this, it was just, it was a weird, weird way. They presented the, the, they scored each one of these guys uh, individually for the game. Thought just because it was a one nil game, you could totally see the way that the, the ball, the vantages were. The highlights were definitely for PSG. But Hey, it doesn't matter. PSG moves on. That's, the, that's her semifinal. So you're going to have a fantastic matchup between De Bruyne and Mbappe with Neymar. And Di Maria. Yeah, I cannot forget Di Maria. But this is a fun Man City squad. I mentioned last week's show how much they are enjoy to watch. I mean, when you have the talent that they do, you better be fun to watch, right? Like, seriously. You better put out a product that's good to the eyes. And they have been. So, Champions League semifinals, get ready, y'all. It's always a good time. Things will be getting ready, getting spicy as the semifinals start up on the 27th. So, we have a couple of weeks off. Then we're back at it like a crack addict, y'all. Yeah, baby. Starting off on Tuesday. Tuesday. Twenty seventh, like it's the a PSG, Man City, and Real Madrid, and Chelsea. I don't know why they wouldn't do it on Tuesday and Wednesday, and so we could at least be able to watch both the games. You know, I hate that they have them both in the same time. That's it's stupid, right there. Come on, y'all. Like, give the fans a break. You always do it Tuesday and Wednesday, so why not just have Tuesday and Wednesday one game each day? Instead, they're doing both games on Tuesdays. So Tuesday the twenty seventh, and then Tuesday May fourth. Bastards! You bastards! wow, that just that just blows the mood right there. At least, like, get the fans. We want to be able to watch them both. You have the ability to do both at the same time, and here you are making us having to choose between which one we're going to watch having to go back and forth between. Now, I'm obviously PSG versus Man City. I think that is going to be the better matchup. But Real Madrid-Chelsea, that is such a historical team right there. That's such a historical matchup. Between, not a, I don't want to say historical. Chelsea's new. They're new bitches. They're new rich bitches. They don't deserve to be called historic. But they've had moments. They've earned it. From great players, Drogba, Lampard. Uh I'm killing myself right now. Why can't I think of Fernando Torres? God, my goodness, Derek. Shoot myself in the face, please. Ugh, I don't deserve to do this anymore. Um, yeah, so Chelsea's definitely have their great players coming through, but they do not have the history of Real Madrid, but still a great matchup between two big squads. They're gonna have two huge fan bases from Chelsea and Real Madrid. And then obviously Man City and PSG, which is the uh, the new money teams. So a lot of money in there. So apparently, people don't like saying that they want the history of teams to be there. Like the Barca's, the Man United, the Juventus, the, the Inter Milan's, the AC Milan's. But it's nice now that we have more teams that are involved that have a chance to actually win it. The French team is a legitimate team to make, take the crown as the best team in Europe. Why not? Spread the love around. More competition, y'all. Get with it. Start doing some sketchy things to get more money. That's what they're all doing. The cool kids are doing it. You better do it too, y'all. Like I said, keep this foot and mouth short. Just Champions League to cover. It was a fantastic week. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. We'll be back next week to catch you up on the weekend events. And all the good juicy details that ever involving in football. Much love, y'all. Catch you next week. Game over, man. It's game over.